This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You can listen to the rest if you want. You'll probably hate it, but you need to hear the beginning. I still might send it to you. Send it to me. All right. Um. <laughs> oh, are we? I thought we were supposed to be singing the the thing from now on. No, no, we, okay, we only did that because we didn't have the sample when we were at Sweetwater. Right. Uh, this. Hi, first... everyone. I'm Ryan. Oh yeah. No, I forgot how this show goes. Uh, and I'm Steve, <laughs> and this is Sixty Cycle Home, the guitar buying, selling, trading, modding, uh, fixing, fixing breaking. breaking, reviewing, playing podcast. That's right, Steve. All right. This first ad was sent to us by Robert McDowell, local friend of ours. Yep. This is a custom-built Ice-T, Iceman plus Telecaster, Pontiac Blue. For sale, my abnormal series custom-built Iceman plus Telecaster equals Ice-T, a super cool-looking guitar loaded with original Fender MIM pickups, pots, bridge, guitar, plays, and sounds great. See video, no case, or gig bag. Thanks, honky. <laughs> so this guy's actually the builder is local to us. Oh, Gerardo's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's out in in La Mesa, I think, or Lakeside. Uh, Lakeside. He's in Lakeside, Country Dick, Montana, saying a song about that place. This is cool. Yeah. I before I saw the title on it, I was like, oh, it's an iced tea, and that's what he's called it because that's the obvious thing mm-hmm. to call mm-hmm. it. It's an Iceman body shape that's got a Telecaster neck and has a Telecaster pickup loadout. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's great. It's really great. So all yeah, right, yeah buy round. it. Yeah, we're done. And he wanted six hundred for this thing, and I'm I'm assuming it's it's all gone now. Yeah. Is bye bye bye. Uh, it's still it looks like it, well, it's still this in, piece of gear has sold. Oh dang! But the, I pulled up that red one. That red one is a current listing, and then what I'm wondering is because the red one is eight fifty mm-hmm. instead of six hundred. Uh, you can tell by looking at the blue one that the finishing is not a factory finish. It looks like a rattle can garage finish. It looks thin. He's got really good detailed photos up close of the finish that shows like, yeah, this is, you know, someone's garage attempt at at finishing this guitar. It looks good from 10 feet away sort of situation. The pit, the cut of the pit guard looks really clean. The cut of the body looks really clean. But yeah, it looks like he was still figuring out his finishing. I don't have close-ups of the red one, but I'm wondering if he figured his stuff out and now he's charging more because it is a really cool concept. Like I am on board. I wonder if uh, he says it's a, the red one has original fender parts. Maybe they were like not Mexican. Oh, so the blue one is made in Mexico parts and the red one is made in America. I mean, parts. that's just like a, like a speculative. He doesn't yeah, totally doesn't say, well, I didn't. I didn't include a lot of information for the red one. I was just like, "Oh, there's a red one." He didn't He's give. Making... A, he didn't give a lot of information. Oh, you looked one. it up on Reverb. Right I looked now. it up on Reverb. All right, right of right course now. you did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a slam dunk concept. Like I, I'm done seeing Jag stings and stuff like that. Yeah, I saw that one too. He's got some wild builds. We should put. A, we should try to remember to put a link to his shop. Steve, write that down, and you do it. <laughs> but yeah. A Telecaster-style Iceman? Send one, flip it over, and send it to Paul Gilbert. He'll love it. Yeah. I th- I, I think it's really sharp. The red one's sharp, too. Now I want a Jazzmaster-style Iceman. What, With, a jazzy ice? Yeah. Yeah, what would we J- call a it? Jice? A jice? No, 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 that doesn't work. I, I mean, iced tea is so perfect. Uh, oh my gosh! Uh, there's a he has a nylon tele, nylon I string tele. Yeah, I have no idea what you what you'd call a Jazzmaster loaded Iceman. A Jasmine, an Icemaster, Icemaster, Icemaster. There it is. There it is. That's what works. You did it. <laughs> All you have to do is scramble some words around, and then it makes total sense, right? Yep. Yeah. I I. 
I think it's cool. I'm excited that this guy's local and is doing wild stuff out in our East County of San Diego. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we have anything else to say about I it? I don't quick ad. I don't think so. I mean, 600 bucks. It's bye, bye, bye. It's already, it's also slam gone. Dunk. Yeah. Ryan's practicing his jump shot over there for the slam, slam dunk. dunk. That's my slam dunk. There we uh, go. Slam I, dunks like this. Bam. Yeah. If right. You, if you're not intimidating your foes with your slam dunk, what are you even doing? Imagine all this glass fell down. I know enough about basketball did to you know ever, that when you slam dunk, all this glass yeah, falls on the ground. Did you ever play NBA Jam? No. Was it? Is it have seeds in it, or is it? <laughs> that, was a, that was a good joke. Or is well, it preserved? Well, it was not. Well, it's not NBA jelly. I'll tell you what. Um. That seems like uh that seems like were there any sports video games that you were like into besides presumably Tony Hawk Pro Skater because Oh yeah, ever, obvi- everyone, obviously. Yeah. And I had I had, a, I had a, you know Kelly Slater surf whatever Transworld surf or whatever. Um sports games a, a Japanese foreign exchange student gave me a handheld like Tiger baseball game that was really hard to figure out how to play cuz all all the menus were in Japanese. <laughs> But it was a little, you know, black and gray. Right. You know, like like handheld thing. Was it like the Tiger Electronics? Or exactly. Or just like Flash? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that is, yeah. But okay. I, I couldn't actually figure out how to play it because it was in Japanese, you know? Uh, I no, I never had... You weren't like a console kid growing up, right? I you, had an Atari you... and I had a Game Boy and then I went straight to having an N64, mm-hmm. but way, way after the N64 right. came out, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I played. I played on PC. I played PC games, but I never played sports games. Like I, right. I played, uh, you know, like like Red Alert. Or played sure. Tetris, sure. Minesweeper. I played like fl- flying games, like space fighting games, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, like how do we get on this topic? What are we talking about? Your knowledge of slam dunks. Slam dunks. So because in the game NBA Jam. Right. If you like, I think if you hit three shots in a row, then your player goes on fire, and then when you do a slam dunk, they'll like jump through the ceiling. It's like a car, very cartoony, sure, sure, take sure. on a officially licensed NBA product. Okay, so you so, have like power ups. Yeah, well, it's like you just once you're once you do a certain thing, it powers your character up. Right, right. I do, I do, I do a lot burn. of uh, like racing games. I'm weird, mm, weirdly mm-hmm. good at racing games, and racing is a sport. Believe it yeah. or not. Oh, those, you, those, you, those 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 people are athletes. Are you excited about the Gran Turismo movie? There's going to be a movie about a racing game. There's going to be a move. Well, they made the Need for Speed movie like a few years ago. Was it? Did anyone watch it? I don't know. Aaron Paul is in it. That's the only thing I know. I don't about know it. who that is. Aaron Paul. He's the. He's the kid in uh, Breaking Bad, the one that's oh, not okay. the one that doesn't eat at the hub. I never, I still the never, hat. I what still, the hell is that? I still never called? watched the fix. Breaking Bad. You know the one in Breaking Bad that didn't eat. All at right, the let's fix. get back on topic because we're like spiraling. Right All now. right. <laughs> uh, well, I guess since we knocked out the first ad so quickly, let's do some housekeeping. Yeah, sure. Uh, we want to thank uh, the folks who support this program through Patreon. Over at patreon.com slash 60 cycle humcast, uh, like this at the $1 level, Joey Grace and Douglas Jenkins. At the $5 level, Woodrow de Casser, Andre Krogh Walker, and Vic on base. And at the $25 level, Donovan Peacock. Donovan so, Peacock. Thank yeah, you, Donovan. You got those bragging rights locked down. And of course, uh, everything uh, that comes in through the Patreon gets used to fund fun things that we do. Right. I mean, just, I just before the show, we were talking about some potential new merch ideas. Yeah. The money up front that we need to, because like you can't just go to a, a, a vendor, uh, a manufacturer of goods and be like, hey, make this and I'll pay you later. Like we have right, to pay right. up, we have to pay up front. We have to pay up front. Also, like I've done two pieces of content so far that yeah. have been Patreon funded. I just did the TC Electronic uh, uh, a custom Deluxe 65. Mm-hmm. And no combo deluxe sixty five. And what was the one before that? Wasn't it a was it a guitar? No. Was it also a pedal? I can't remember what it was. That's bad. My memory's going away. <laughs> was it like mod modding something? I don't know. I can't remember what it was now. It was so clear in my head earlier today. 
But I'm starting to film things, uh, make videos that are Patreon supported. And I just want to say that, like, the Patreons have made this show possible for years and years yeah, and years. Yeah, it's a guitar. It's the, the, oh, the GFS. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, not the GFS, the, 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 the Rondo. The Rondo. SX Rondo. That's right. Jeez. Man, it's been a long day. And it's been starting to get hot. Like, the heat has started to affect my mind a little bit. It's only going to get hotter too. Oh, it's going to be a long yeah. summer. So uh, we got all this. Con- Dude, we're supposed to be in a heat dome this weekend. You hear about the heat dome? It's supposed but, to be by a- the time this episode comes out, the heat dome will have passed. And Hopefully. we'll be inside of a heat bunker maybe, or in a heat crater. I don't know. There's going to be other objects that I are I saw hot. an article today where they were saying that the, the, I guess like ocean, ocean people, People who yeah, are yeah. oceanographers, yeah, yeah, mermaids are, and stuff, yeah, are very concerned because the water in coastal Florida is going to hit ninety degrees Ooh, already. That's warm. And so the thing that they said is that the water there normally, uh, in like previous years, has hit ninety degrees, but it normally doesn't do it until like August, September. And the fact that it's happening in July, I guess they're very concerned about. Anyway, you know what? It's it's all fake news, guys. The, it sounds like. The climate's definitely not changing. We need to get Rob Tobbins out here with his measuring tape mm-hmm. to figure out just how close we are to the midday. What if we? What it if, does sound like we're gearing up for a hot one here. What if we measured like the global temperatures in like in that kind of unit, yeah. just the same way where we say like, oh, we're like. You know, the nuclear clock is all about how close is a world superpower. Right. It's not, we're not actually one hour away, but like it's, it feels, yeah. it, we're at a place so, that's imminent. Like, so, so we should be like, like, with like the Russia Ukraine war, I think we're at like one or two minutes from midnight. So we know that a hot one is seven inches from the yeah. midday sun. So beyond that, like it's starting to get just brutal. We, we could be like six inches. From the you think we're right we think we're about to be six inches maybe, from the midday maybe, sun? Maybe five. How hot was it when a uh, multi Grammy award winning song "Smooth" by Rob by Santana featuring Rob Thomas? It might. How hot was it that year? It might have been an El Nino year. That was ninety nine. The Grammys in ninety nine were in the spring, so that would have been ninety. I think ninety eight wasn't El Nino. Hold on, year. I'm I'm asking the internet if I can get enough connection here. <laughs> Uh, 1999, Steve, you got a mind like a steel trap. How can you, you couldn't remember yeah. the SX earlier? Uh, <laughs> 1999, I'm pretty sure there was an El Nino 97, 98. I was, I'm thinking 98, but yeah, it was definitely one of those years. Cause I know I spent a lot of time in the ocean. Yeah, me too. That was back then. Uh, 1997 and 1998 El Nino mm. event. Let's assume that song, that song came out in 99. Let's assume it was written during the El Nino. Yeah. I'm I'm predicting right now a 2024 follow-up to Smooth. Smooth Smooth Part 2. And he's going to be like, it's a hotter one. It's five inches from the midday sun. Yeah. That's an official prediction, guys. You want to put money on this, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. How Rob much, Thomas. How much money? Santana getting back together to sing about the weather once again. Uh, I will... Um, I will wager a gallon of go juice in the post-apocalyptic future when we find All out. Right. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm and here for if, this. If, I'm here for this. If, depending on what the, you know, let's let's consider the value of go juice now. So I'll give you the value of a gallon of go juice now. Which if, is like if, five, I, if I'm wrong. Five dollars? Four fifty? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Which right. is, I'm here it, for this. Which is, you know, the value of a hamburger now. Mm-hmm. So whatever a hamburger costs next year when we're five inches from the midday sun. Okay. Just so it's all, all clear. We're using the hamburger, what hamburger kind of ham- scale now. That's not a, that's not what an in and out hamburger. That's like a double, double. It depends on where you go. Let's just consider like a, uh, like a hamburger. It's $5. All right. How many football fields are we away from the midday sun? Less, less <laughs> than a football field. All right. How many uh, inches are in a football field? Where is safe? Where's like, like, Seven inches is a hot one. Does it feel like twelve inches is cold? And I then don't. I don't know. We need it, Rob Thomas. You didn't give us enough information. You need a song about winter, so we know how far away the sun is. We could is probably find the answer for this. Cold. We could probably find the answer for this on Threads. 
Oh, we should ask Threads. Good idea. All right, what are we doing now? We're doing a sponsor spot. Good. Let's uh, make some money. We got a new sponsor this week. Everybody Ooh. give it up for our new sponsor. New sponsor. New sponsor. Yay. Uh, our new sponsor is... I'm looking it up so I can make sure I get the name 100% right. Are we getting purple mattresses, Steve? No, <sighs> we're not. It is called Under My Roof. Casper mattresses? You could have you could use under my roof to record information about your traffic uh, about your Casper mattress. Oh, this is the app you were telling me about that you use to uh, keep a record of all your personal belongings, everything that you have underneath your roof, everything That's in right. your house, everything that you personally own. You can catalog it, catalog it, and document it, and keep track of it yep. all in one app, which is 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 perfect for all the you know. Very retentive personalities out there that need to just monitor everything in their life. Yeah. That's not me, but maybe it's you. <laughs> it's my wife. We 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 told my we wife did, about this did. app, but there, and but her there, her ears perked up, and she's like, "Everything I can I can monitor everything." There are there are like some useful like applications for guitar players, of course, right? You've got so you've got like how many guitars do you have, Ryan? Uh, less than forty. I less hope. than forty. So imagine. You put all of your guitars in here. Let's say less than 40, so you have 39 guitars. You put all of your 39 guitars on here, yeah. and you go, you throw in a new set of pickups on your on your uh, Titan KR1. You don't know what they are, but you could put that information in the app. So I could just so keep you know updating. What they are. Yeah, I could be like, this is the guitar, and just keep a record yeah. of all the modifications. Of all your modifications. The last time I changed strings. Exactly. You know, last time I tuned it, you know, things like that. All Trust rod adjustments, kind of you know. Yeah, there's a lot of room for descriptions, warranty information. All of this information is stored on the cloud. Our friend Mike Adams, mm-hmm. he's got his uh, his number one jazz master uh, pancakes. Yeah. And he documents the wear on it from time to time. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like, here, I'm taking my yearly photo to document yeah, you, how it's relicking. He could keep all that information in this app. I'm not sure how many photos it will store. Now, when I say, though, because uh, you might only have one photo. I don't know. I haven't looked that far. When I say it's on the cloud, it's on your cloud. Like do you on my cloud? Do you have an iCloud subscription for all your no. Apple devices? I no. do. <laughs> so that information just stays between me and Apple, I guess. Yeah, it I doesn't know. like the under my roof folks. They don't get that information. Anyway, I think it's a really cool app. From what I've looked at, it's twenty five bucks a year. But when you sign up for a subscription, uh, you get like a seven day free trial to really go in. Without the free trial, you can load up to ten items, so you can see how it works. And it then sounds you can like it sounds like a cool thing for people in. that like are very very hyper vigilant yeah. with their possessions and want to monitor everything in their lives. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I could see you doing it for sure. I could I could get into it. It's a lot more useful than like just some folks will just have oh I have a spreadsheet of all of it, but the spreadsheet doesn't remind you of things. Right, you know? right. And the nice thing is like. There are certain things that will last a long time, like tubes in a tube amp. Sure, sure. And maybe you don't like know what it is, but when it fails, then you're all of a sudden you're like, man, I don't even know how old these are. Yeah, when did I replace the cool. tubes? Which tubes did I buy? Like you could keep a record of all your stuff. It's like a spreadsheet for your entire life. Yep. All this to say, go to undermyroof.app to check it out. Unfortunately, this is a um, Mac native software. Mm. So uh, I think that's the term. Uh, so it, it'll run on your iOS devices. It'll run on your computer. So that's another thing, actually, <laughs> for your wife. My wife. Uh, if you had a, you could, if you're using an iCloud, like a basic iCloud account, you can, she can access it on her phone. And then she's like, oh, well, I want to like type in all this stuff. Like, I'm just going to take all the pictures with my phone, but I'm going to type it up at the mm. desk. So you can go in between your phone and Right, right. And the, the computer. That's the way I understand So it's not it. just an app. It's, it's right. desktop friendly as well. That's my understanding. All right. Check it out. That's check, our sponsor. Check it out. Yeah. Our other sponsor this week is Chase Bliss. I saw something on the internet today. Mood 2. And I don't know if it was a leak or if it was a product announcement that I missed or if it was someone's Photoshop, mm-hmm. but it was like one of the slider style Chase Bliss pedals, but it was a delay. And I have no idea if that's real or not. Interesting. I have no idea. It could it could easily be someone's Photoshop, but it looks very convincing. So maybe there's uh, we're officially sponsored, and I'm putting out rumors right now. But even if that's not true, I mean, go get it yourself a Mood Mark too. 
You already have a mood, right? You need to have two of them. And if you're going to have two of them, might as well have a mark too. This is the marky mark right here of moods. There's two marks involved. Go check it out. Go watch some videos. I don't have a video yet because I haven't had any time, but I'm going to do it eventually because I like playing with this thing. Will it be it will that would be Patreon funded content? That would possibly. No, because I spent my I spent my real money. I didn't use <laughs> I didn't use Patreon money to buy this. I used my real money to buy this. My Patreon money is real money. Well, it's real money, but it's not really for us. It's for the show. You I know, see. where this oh, was for this was for me. I bought this for personally for you. Me. But thank you for sponsoring the show for years and years and years, Chase Bliss Audio. If you want to thank Chase Bliss for sponsoring the content that you love or that you hate, whatever reason you're here, go click the links down below, check out what they have, and tell them that we sent you. This ad was sent by Nick Knight. I forget which one it is. Ah, this yes. This is the Trinity Wall by Jacques. Oh, this is, is this the first time we've ever covered a Jacques pedal? I guess so, because I saw this, uh, they, uh, who, who emailed, Nick Knight emailed this to us and I was like, oh, cool. An interesting old kind of like, like, you know, this, it looks like a nineties or eighties yeah. effects pedal and has some sort of weird kind of like squeeze ball expression thing. It's like, uh, let's go see what these are actually worth. Cause they're asking like 200 bucks for it or mm. whatever. And I didn't realize this company is still. Yeah. Yeah. Still, still out like, there, still making stuff. And they, they have a new look for their pedals, but they still have this pedal and it is 199 euros. Like, yep. so this, this older looking one, maybe it's not that old. I guess I don't know anything about this brand, but it, it looks really interesting. And that squeeze ball thing looks like a fun way to express a pedal. Like, I, I, I really wonder how this squeeze ball, like what I don't, what is going on here? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Like, does it feel like, like air when you squeeze it, or does it feel like a spring in a rubber ball? Like, what is going on with this thing? Yeah. I all, I was, I was seriously looking at it, and I almost uh, messaged Josh Scott. I was like, "Is this something that I should buy?" And then I saw that the newer ones are the same price. And I was like, "Oh no, it's it's not some sort of odd, rare thing here. Like it's it's an existing product, so I'm not going to worry about it too much." You should have bought one and then just message just uh, messaged them. How many Jacques pedals do you have? He probably has them all, man. Probably does. He probably has so many. The thing that I want to, because I watched a video of someone using one of them and they're having fun mm -hmm. squishing on the ball. This would be a great way to get our furry friends involved in making music. You you, you hand this to your dog and you're like, here, chew on this while I play oh guitar. My problem with this ball thing and, and maybe without seeing what it looks like underneath, it's maybe I'm wrong, but I, my, I think I would want to take it apart, mm. but I'm afraid that if I took it apart, it never like, go back together. It might never go back together. Yeah. Which is a thing I've done to a few items in my life. Here is, here is my criticism of this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. The expression Jack going into it is a straight Jack. Oh yeah. It means that this thing has to be first on your pedal board because you're, you're chewing up another pedal space on your pedal board just to fit that expression jack in there. I mean, it's a TRS. You could, you could put your own jack on. You there. could put, you could put a straight to right angle adapter on there. That's or that, true, Steve. Or yeah, that. That's true. I was just saying like, you, you could, could splice it. You could hack it up and hack do your own up. thing for sure. Hacker. Yeah. Hack it. Hack, hack it. the pedal. Bop it. <laughs> Spin it. Twist it. Hack it. Isn't there like some story about the guy who invented that was also like, like an arms designer or something like that. Like I don't he was know. some sort of, I I'm having, I'm telling you guys, my, my brain is cooked today. I'm making all sorts of What's bad that, connections. That thing was called Bop It? Yeah, was it Bop, Bop it. it? I feel like there was some sort of spicy story about the inventor of that. Do, do, do. Or maybe it was like something that was made up for a movie about a similar sort of product. It was originally designed, uh, invented by Dan Klitzner. Killer name, Dan. Um, it does not say anything about him being a uh, part of an arms race. <laughs> not an arms race. I, I don't like. I don't know. I don't know anymore. You guys, you shouldn't expect too much out of me. This episode is all I'm saying. <laughs> we got to do another episode <laughs> after this. I know. 
Uh, the thing is that we're recording earlier than we normally would, or like because I'm going on vacation next week. Oh, that and kind I'm, of earlier. I'm, I'm like it's seven o'clock, dude. I'm already eight o'clock. I'm already looking forward to vacation so much that I'm in vacation mode right now. You know, I'm just like ready to shut it down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's move on. What do you think, Steve? Uh, they're selling an older one. We don't know how old this one is. The new ones are 199 pounds. They want 180 plus 12 dollars shipping. You think people should just buy the new one, or you think they should get this classic black one? I I like the look of the classic one better, but I question its longevity. Though it is an mm. older one, so I bet the 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 pedal itself won't have questionable longevity. I do kind of prefer the boss style foot switch mm. on the older mm-hmm. one. The newer one has just a standard like foot switch on there. I've, I've been using a boss delay forever on my dinosaur ghost board. And like, you can close your eyes and find it from across the room. You don't have to, you don't have to land right on that foot switch to get it. That great big boss style switch. It's a feature. Like boss nailed it when they designed that case design. And so the fact that this one has the big foot switch, I think I'd go for this. I bet that that chew ball sort of thing. I bet they sell replacements that are probably like 40 bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'll risk it. I'll risk it. I mean, if, if I was going to buy one of these, I'd get the vintage one. I don't even know how vintage it is. I'd just get the vintage one to have the, have the cool older one with the boss style case on it. Is it? That is the older one. Sorry. I'm still reading about bop it. <laughs> I I kind of think that like maybe that was in a movie or something. It must have been. It must have been like like some comedy movie. Like oh, here's this guy who invented this thing, but he's actually like or, he, he invented like a space death ray or something. Like oh, in my head it was like maybe it was in a movie where it was like uh, a Mac- you we shouldn't be giving uh, this any more time, a, Steve. A, a MacGyver sort of thing where it's like you had to like use a bop it to to like. This feels very just, Austin Powers. No, exactly. Right, exactly. right, right. Yeah. It's like a spoof on a detonator. Here's my evil invention. Bop it. Squeeze it. Twist it. All right, you know what? It's a torture device. You know what, Ryan? What? Uh, we've totally forgot to let at everyone who's watching know <laughs> that this show is for at everyone. This show is for at everyone. Whether you are a new guitarist who just wants to like listen to two morons talk about gear mm-hmm. or maybe you have your own opinions. Uh, this is uh, not necessarily family friendly, but I would say it's for at least for at everyone. We're friendly towards families. Like Steve and I are not going to attack we, your we're family. family men. We're family. We're, we're two family men. We have our own families. We've collected <sighs> the entire set. We've got complete families over here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What are we talking? We're talking about how the the a few weeks ago the at everything in the face, in the like snowballed group. on Facebook. Yeah. So here, okay. So a few different takes. One, I'm a little sad. At everything is over. Is like or at everyone. Everyone's over. It's over. Um, but uh, we'll bring it back for special occasions. I think I definitely think it can be combined with Otter Day to be at everyone's like if you. If you post a picture of an otter, we will at everyone tag it. At every otter. At every otter. Mm-hmm. Um, at otter one. That's October nineteenth, um, right? I don't know. It's somewhere in there. Yeah, so I put it on the calendar this year. Uh, but I. This is my this is my feeling on at everyone. Okay, lay it on us, man. I agree with the vast number of people. It wasn't vast. It was like a 40-30 split, and everyone else was neutral. No, I was going to say that the people who, when someone would rage quit, they would pull up their profile and be like, this is the first time you've ever posted here. And I I get it. Like, there's a lurker thing. Like, there's a lot of, like, learning through reading and not necessarily participating. But I think when, um, one, I think it's funny, like, the number of people who – uh, so, okay. So like, here's one that I thought was amusing is, um, one of the Andres who uh, he's sent in stuff like way, but he's been a listener of the show for a very long time. Okay. And he goes, uh, he was, uh, he goes like, well, I've been here since like 4k, like probably 4,000 subs on YouTube or I don't know what Okay, he says since 4k. 
and and the but the person he was arguing with was Cole Duke. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, Cole's been here since like month one. Right, right. Cole is like a founding member. Like, he uh, might as well be all part he, of the podcast. He had a he had a uh, oh listen along podcast for right, about five, right about five episodes. <laughs> yeah, Cole had a fan, a sixty cycle hum fan podcast. Um, but you know, I think though my my overall sense of it was for me personally. If there was people who were making posts that were getting buried because other people were being silly, then I think I would have been more like, hey, let's chill it out. But the Facebook group tends to be kind of slow. Yeah, and like I, I felt like it had hit a real slow spot there for like a while. And honestly, like the at everyone tagging that just kind of like tagging that just blew up over the past couple of weeks revitalized the group in a way. Yeah. Like it's active again. Like people are on there making jokes, making posts, like showing pictures and stuff, like getting silly. Like it's, it's back baby. Yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, like here, here here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I was getting a lot. The, the reason I, I, I put an end to it and I made the post like, okay, this is the last day. Have fun tomorrow. We're going to lock comments on anything like this. And everyone just, we can't actually stop it. We can't yeah. turn that option off. The only way it's just like people respected us asking it to stop, yeah, which we could have done way, it every time. The only way we could stop it is to remove all of our mods or at least all of and our we're mods not that we're do, using it. We're not going to do that. Uh, um, but here, here's the thing that really annoyed me. What's was people messaging you personally? People messaging yeah. me personally to tell me that they were quitting the group because of the everyone right tags. It it takes three clicks on Facebook to yeah. turn off those notifications. Three clicks. People were writing me paragraphs. There no, there were some pretty long posts in the group too. People who I'm not friends with who are sending me messages about it. And I, it like they, I did get I did get a friend request from somebody who I accepted, and forgive me, I forgot your name, and I'm not going to look it up right now. Uh, to be like, dude, add everyone's the best thing ever. Yeah, a like, lot of people loved it. <laughs> um, but it was a thing where when Facebook introduced the everyone feature, it's been there for like a while. Two, and I think it's two taken, years ago. It's taken us years to get to the point where we started yeah. abusing it for fun. I, I think it started like two years ago. And immediately, like if you go and Google everyone, Facebook disable, right? there's like 300 articles on how to do it. Right. So what I realized is that I'd already had that sort of stuff disabled forever ago because when you start your own group and if you have anyone in there at all, you're not going to survive the first week because notifications are going to melt your phone. Like you end up turning off all notifications on social media when you run a group. So it was shocking to me that anyone still had notifications on. No, I I was definitely in the same spot as that where I did not. I I actually turned mine on because I felt like I was getting left out. I was like, I want to know what Noah and Kyle and Kyle and Aaron are yeah, talking so about. Yeah, so many Kyles are fighting right now. <laughs> are, is there any drywall left in this world? Oh, my this, gosh. That many Kyles are fighting? Uh, so that's what's going on in the Facebook group. If you want to join our yeah. Facebook group. Like, here's the thing. as I, I, I post this every once in a while. Just a reminder. People go like, I thought this group was about gear. And I will, I will comment on them like, guys, just let's not forget this group is about me and talking about me. <laughs> and if you're not talking about me, you're actually off topic. Like if no, you're not talking about- no. Well, it, here's the thing that I say. It's not a guitar group. It's not a gear group. It's a guitar gear podcast group. Group, Right. And you can- That listen, I happen to be a host of. So you it's can about listen, me. Listen to the podcast and listen to how often we go off topic. Yeah, that's on brand. That's all on brand. So yeah, if if the if our Facebook group doesn't happen to be about guitars every now and then, it should not be a surprise. Now I will say, and if it gets silly and weird and obnoxious, welcome to the show. I will say a very frequent, um, when people join the group, a very frequent "Who is your favorite host?" response is, "There's more than one." And in light of that, I would like to open this piece of mail that's addressed to Steve. It was also really weird to me that care of 60 seconds. People, when they were like quitting and messaging me about it, a couple of them were acting like 
it was going to financially hurt us or something. It's a Facebook group. It like, it's the least in Facebook is the least important thing of all. It's, it's a fun distraction. It's a fun place to hang out and chat. If everyone quit the Facebook group overnight, I think it would affect the show like that it would, much. It would affect the show because we would, we we'd have to ask for topics. We'd have to place. figure out our own topics or we'd have to ask. Right. We'd get really annoying. Like if Facebook shut down talk, and disappeared and we didn't have anyone, like we there wasn't access to Facebook anymore, like all this would still continue. We just have to see if like the guys over at uh, Petal Birds of Derm would want to buy out the show and then we can use that group for topics. <laughs> All right, what were you going to say? About, I was going to uh, open, open this mail. It's yeah. addressed to me. It's from a pope. Um, I'm not sure which one. Adam? Is it from Adam Pope? I don't know. It just says a pope. One of the popes. A, uh, a current pope. A pope. Possibly. I have a feeling I spoiled Steve's joke by revealing the true name. No, I know who Adam Pope is. If you want to send this stuff, here's the address right here. This was supposed to open easy, and it did not. That, Steve, this is actually easy. Imagine how hard it would be if it was hard to open. Hi, guys. I mentioned I was writing this in the Facebook group before I went low profile to focus on the book. Uh, I mentioned Steve said he might enjoy. I get uh, free, uh, I'm not sure, free author copies. So here's one. Stay grounded, Adam Pope. I even signed it, probably uh, reducing the value. And the book is, oh, sustainable crowdfunding. Interesting. Research-based analysis for communications campaigns. So this is cool. This is, I think, because we uh, talked about, we've talked about, yeah, Kickstarter. I mean, sustainable crowdfunding is something that we're definitely in the business of. So no, it is, and it's a signed copy. That's this is super got cool. Authors in the audience, guys, amazing. Now I'm gonna have someone to, wrote a book with words and everything. I want to know if it talks about your supply company. I'm gonna read this to my kids. You're gonna read to sleep it. You want to read it? No, no. You want a copy? You want to read it? No, I think you should read it, Steve. And I'm you gonna read tell it. me the juicy bits. I'm gonna read it. Yeah. So very cool. Thanks, Adam. Send uh, us stuff. There's our sustainable crowdfunding. We'll I'm open gonna... it on the show and hold it up and be like, here's your thing. You sent it to us. And you'll Let's feel see. so proud Link. that your favorite podcast boys are holding up the thing that you sent. Imagine the pride in your heart as Steve and I rip open an envelope and hold up the thing that you sent to us. And you're like, there's the thing that I held and then I gave it to the post office and now they're holding it. Closing the loop. You got it anything? Would, it could you, make your whole week. You got anything else new? Oh man, what else do I have new? I'm learning the drums. You are learning the drums. <laughs> I'm supposed to be making a video about it. Uh, so keep an eye out for that in probably a month. But Ryan, do you like to play the drums? I, I like to play the drums. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I'll have the whole story in the video that I make about it, but just know. I've got an electronic drum kit here. I'm going to try to make a video where the concept is, can a guitarist learn drums Mm. in 30 days? So that is the challenge. It's going to be kind of like this vloggy diary sort of big video where I just, you follow my progress as I go. Maybe it'll turn out that way. Maybe I'll be like, ah, this isn't working out. I need to change the format in the middle of it or something like that. If you ever get... um like, well, I, I, how's your, how's your progress? Do you think you're getting good? I don't think I'm getting good. I think I'm developing muscle memory mm-hmm. that will allow me to progress. Right. Like I am feeling a progression, which mm-hmm. is, which is interesting because before this playing drums has always been like, ah, band practice is over. Now the guitarist is on the drums. Right. Ha ha ha. How he's so bad. Ryan, please stop. We got to wrap it up. Help me pack up the drums. And then I'm gone, you yeah. know, and, then and I if, just disappear. And of course we're still friends with the two drummers from our older bands, Adam and David. Mm-hmm. And I know you can handle criticism. Of course. So sometime uh, you probably could show them what you know, and they can tell you if they think you're getting better at the drums. And then also I've got a uh, drummer from dinosaur ghost. And yeah. I've got the drummer from uh vulture shock, which is mm-hmm. my other band. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of drummers in my life. There's drummers at church and things like that. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of drummers in my life that can give me critiques. Uh, if I'm, you got good enough at the drums, what would you pick as a stage name? I need a stage name. Well, you don't, Need a stage name, but you could have a stage name. Ooh, I need an alternate identity to be a drum boy, huh? 
Well, I know the video is going to be like have 60 cycle drum branding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Some humdrum? I don't know. Call me the humdrummer. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm having a good time, though. It's a lot of fun. The electronic kit, uh, oh. it is a Roland V drum kit. Yeah, it's a V17. It's, I'm having, I haven't gotten into lessons yet, mm-hmm. but I'm having a lot of fun practicing and playing the way that I do when I'm practicing and playing guitar. You know, I've been using that little like micro Mustang and, yeah. and Boss Pocket GT and things like that because, right over there. oh yeah, because I can Bluetooth connect to the drum kit mm-hmm. and play with headphones on. I've just been playing along to like, like music videos and songs that I know and stuff like that. And just like finding the beat and songs that I know and like just trying to get that muscle memory to keep the time going. And then when I get confident, I try to roll into something else and then I completely lose the beat and then I try to get it back. You well, there you go. So that, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Do you do any cartoon character impressions? Uh, you mean like, like toad from Mario? <laughs> <laughs> you and I follow the same TikTok creator. Yeah, hey, apparently she's great. She is. What's her name? Sunfire. Sunfire. She is like, man, I would pay money to be in a band with her. She's incredible. Well, you know, uh, she's going to be at Musician Mansion. Is she? Yeah. Damn, now I'm sad that I won't be there. Ah. Uh, do you think she'd come to Guitar House if I invited her? I got a drum kit uh, here. You could. You could give it a shot. I'm sure I can't pay her anywhere near <laughs> yeah. at all, at all. Yeah. TikTok money. I have no idea. Is Jared Dines paying people for going to Musician Mansion? I have no idea. You think she'd want to be our friends? No. No. I don't even want to be our friend. (laughs) I should I should ask her, hey, do you want to be our friends? That sounds creepy and in light of Hey, she'll be Jared Dine's friends. In light of some of the some of her recent videos. Steve, why wouldn't she be our friend? I'm saying like if you just sent her a message and out of the bloom or like, hey, want to be my friend? Like that probably isn't gonna go. No, I probably I wouldn't. It is tricky because how I don't want to be I don't want it to feel like I'm sliding into the DMs and just be like hey, you know because I don't want I w- I want to be like hey, fellow content creators right right respect knuckles I like what you're doing I get a big kick out of watching you play the drums and be wacky and be amazing so go look her up this is a lady playing drums and being a wacky high personality entertainer and it's it's fantastic. I really, really recommend her content. So, yeah. I mean, she's... After the, after the she's episode. A, she's a lot smaller than us on YouTube. She is a lot bigger than us on TikTok. Yeah, no freaking kidding. 640K on yeah. the old tickety talk. I mean, I, I subscribed right away. It's like, I don't know what this is, but I'm in. I am full in. 264 on the ground. Here's what I'll do. I'll comment on one of her videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. 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 There we go. Because I won't be buried in the noise that I would be on TikTok. Mm. See? See? You that's, figured it out, man. You figured the thinking, game out. And I'll have to figure out a correct way to just be like, hey, like your work. I'm a YouTuber too. Want to come to my house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just do it just like that. All right. Um, this... <laughs> Is this really the pack of strings that we want to yes. talk about for the sponsor yes, spot? Yes, it is, Steve. It's amazing. Uh, this next sponsor uh, for the episode is String Joy, crafted in Nashville, Tennessee, played on stages worldwide. This is the Oops All G Strings. It is a 15, 17, 18, 20, 22 wound, 20, or 20 wound, 22 wound, 24 wound pack. This is every, this is uh, not every gauge of G string, but it is six different gauges of g-string probably the heaviest bottom and the lightest top that you could get on a i can't wait g-string i set. can't wait i'm gonna put it on the les ball that's gonna be my last that's my last send off for the les ball and then i'm gonna try to sell the les are ball you strong with nothing but are g-string. you gonna tune it all to g yeah i'm gonna starting I mean, out okay yeah right. absolutely <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> That's the first thing I'm going to do. I can't wait to play a big old just nothing but G chord. I, I just love that. I, I don't. Yeah, you, you got it on there. Yeah, Oops, there. all G strings. 
I think it was Jason Welch who suggested doing this in, in a premiere chat mm-hmm. for an episode for a podcast episode. I was like, yes, I'm I, before the episode is over, I wrote string joy and I was like, can we do this? And they wrote back right away. I was like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do this. Um, so I'm, I'm going to load up my last Paul at some point here in the near future with a set of nothing but G strings. And we're going to find, can I, can I even play that? Like, can I, I, I haven't sat down and charted it out yet, but I'm, I've been trying in my head to figure out like, can I play chord shapes? If it's all tuned to the same <laughs> note, like, I mean, if I'm it's have all to figure out the, some creative stuff. If it's all tuned to the same note, then you just bar chord everything, but it's just going to drone. But you got to throw in a third and a fifth, you yeah. know? Yeah. How so hard will it, like? It's going to be hard to get to a third and a fifth. What I'll have to do is, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to chart it out. Like, give me suggestions. Like, yeah. tab it you out for tune, me in the comments. You could do it all as G. I bet you could take the the B string up to an A pretty easily. Oh yeah, I know like I can tu- could, I can tune it to all sorts of stuff. Yeah. I know I can do that, but I want to see what I can do with it all with just G string. I'm also really curious to find out which G string is the least tuning stable. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> oh, like we blame we blame it on the G string. Right. Well, what about if they're all G? What strings? if they're all G strings? We're gonna find out which G string is the most susceptible to going out uh, of tune. Will I even be able to tune it at all? <laughs> I got a pack. A I got a pack of the orbits. Is it called orbit? Orbit. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the coded's. The coded's. Yeah. Uh, I put that on my Les Paul this past week. How'd you like it? Uh, I really. I think the ten and a half is like a really nice tension. It's a really nice set, especially for the Les Paul because it's a slightly shorter scale than like say my Strats or whatever my Telecaster. So it's it's nice to have that like little extra tension on there. <laughs> 15 17 18 20 22 yeah. and 24 half of them are wound we got three wound g strings in here yep this is this is this is why we love string joy you want to build a custom set no matter how ridiculous they'll do it for you go check out their custom string builder on their site yeah use, use code h h u m to get 10% this off. episode's real rough. And also, it's, it's an affiliate link. We earn money when you buy stuff. So you need strings. You want to support us. You want to help us out. We just got our first check from them, and uh, it felt good to get money. Yeah, thanks, guys. We use that money to and feed girls. our families. I don't know if you guys know this, but food costs money. Yeah, it's weird. And we, we use money that we make. To buy food. To buy food for our family so that they're not hungry. So thank you for using our affiliate links as often as possible. You we appreciate it. grabbed the topic. I did. That topic. I did. I, at this point, like, is it even worth it? Like this, this episode is so meandering. It. We could save this topic to next week. Let's save it for next week. All right. This last ad is called Alien Cat. And this is one. Ooh, my voice cracked weird. This is one. By Sean Agate. Sean Agate sent this. It's a carved guitar. Okay. And a lot of times carved guitars on this channel, on this show, don't go so good. I think this looks great. Why is this called Alien Cat? Because... uh, The brand is called Alley Cat Guitars. Right. Look at the headstock. Alien Cat. Yeah. I I know the headstock, but where's the cat? Well, it's, there's just no, there's, there's just the brand is called Alley Cat. It's because it, the brand is Alley Cat and, and the model a, is the alien. There's an alien on it, Steve. This prototype was the first 3D carved wood Alley Cat, June 2020. This is on uh, some website, looks like eBay, for 3500 Australian dollars. I think this is a really cool carving. It looks classy. It looks like. You know, like the like those cool old like carved end tables that your grandma would have with the glass yeah. over the top. The wood is Tasmanian black wood. It it's looks the grain is striking. Beautiful piece of wood. I'm not sure the full theming of the guitar fits the uh Ridley Scott HR Geiger alien theme that much. Mm-hmm. Like this is a this is a carving that would have looked excellent just being glossy black. I appreciate the wood. It looks beautiful. I think the 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 spun polished aircraft aluminum pickguard is throwing it for me. That part should be right. dark if we're going to do the HR Geiger thing here. Like you want to make it industrial and have a metallic thing going on. I I totally get it. Totally on board. 
but I feel like it's there's some details here are too bright. It might be, you know, it might be that I'm trying to justify this. I don't know. Um, it might be that, but what this kind of like thematic, this is like a couple pieces away. Uh, and I might be trying just in this brain space because it is being, it's from Australia. Sure. This feels like if you were to set a alien movie in, in like, Polynesia. Ah, like it's that kind of vibe. Like, right. Where, when do we get the alien movie where like the aliens come, like they only come out at like, they land on a planet. That's like a jungle day planet. Right. Like that's what this is. That's. And I, I, like I said, I think I only went in that direction because it's Australian. Right. In space. No one can hear you play the bongos. That's what you're going for. No, you want to watch an alien movie that's got Caribbean drums going on? Well, not Caribbean, like, like I want, I want this. You want to, to hear lap? You want to hear lap steel? Like, I Hawaii, want this to Hawaiian be the slacky? movie where, uh, where it's, uh, you know, uh, it's alien, but it's starring. Let's see who would star in it. Um, you want to see Alien in the location of the first Predator? I want Alien, but it's also Moana. <laughs> like I want Alien, but then like the humans in it are The Rock, right? Uh, Eugene Cordero. You know, it would be excellent. Reese Darby, yeah, and um, Taika Waititi. Those are the it, four characters. We I know some, we need some women in there too. I know we're talking about a tropical uh, jungle scenario for mm-hmm, aliens right mm-hmm. now. What I just imagined would be really cool, because where, where do the aliens like to lay their eggs and propagate and stuff? Caves. Hot, moist areas, right? Okay. That's what it's like in the movies. They yeah. go to hot, wet places. Mm-hmm. Aliens in the bayou, buddy. You get some fan boats going on. Yep, you, you got guys with, with, with miniguns on fan boats taking down aliens. Mm-hmm. You got an alien queen in the swamp. Yeah. That's a good movie right there. And I think the way I think the way that you do this movie it could be in the Amazon. Amazon would be a great no, place. Here's the thing is though, I think the way that I think the Amazon's too dense. Ah. Because too I, much. I think too the dense. way that you do this movie is that people know like these people are sent to this it's almost like Jurassic Park. These people are sent to this island or Jurassic Park two, three. Here's the thing. The, hold on, let me finish. Okay, all right, all right. The idea here is that they know that there's an alien infestation on this island. They go there, they set up in a way where, you know, the first third of the movie, maybe the first third is them getting there and setting up. And then they set up, they get this compound set up and everything's good. They go on alien hunts during the day. The humans are winning. The humans are winning. And then act two transition to act three. Again, it's Jurassic Park. There's a typhoon knocks out their power. Now the aliens can get inside the compound. Mm. Now they're on equal footing, right, right. so to speak. What's really can can the rock rip a jaw off of a xenomorph? Let's find out. What's really fun about and I, I swear we'll get back on guitar topics here in a moment. What's really fun about thinking about xenomorphs mm-hmm. in the jungle mm-hmm. is that when they you know acquire a species, they take on its attributes. So suddenly you're in the jungle. There's all this biodiversity. Mm-hmm. Now there's thousands of different types of xenomorphs crawling all over the place you got poison dart frog xenomorphs like little guys crawling around like with their little like tongues and like mm-hmm. jumping okay. around you got all, all right. sorts of like fruit bat xenomorphs and snakes and lizards and crocodiles and panthers have we and seen stuff. that level of diversity in any of the xenomorph there was a dog animal. one which one was it? There was a predator I xenomorph. Know, I guess I I see I haven't seen all they, the films they so. take they the third one had a dog uh, okay it was a dog xenomorph you know, mm-hmm. that's what they do. They take over, uh, uh, they, they are birthed out of a host and the host, right. Uh, they take on the, attributes they take on the, the attributes of the host. Yeah. Right. Right. To become uh, the perfect creature to kill more creatures like yeah. the host. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be a lot of fun. That'd be a fun movie that we just pitched here on our guitar podcast. Yep. But I think Is that- it a $3,500 movie idea though. No. 3500 Australian dollar dues. I think we previously established that that's about two grand American. I think for this guitar to be worth $3,500, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe this brand is well known down under. Um, 
but I don't know anything about it. I think for it to be worth $3,500, this would have to be an official like Ridley Scott licensed sort of thing. Like something that Ridley Scott commissioned uh, in the style of H.R. Geiger or whatever, based on, you know, like using some, some actual H.R. Geiger art or something like that. Uh, just being made by a builder. I understand a lot of work went into it and it looks like very clean execution. Uh, you know, a small builder, a boutique builder, a craft, a craftsperson can charge whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, I'm not tempted to buy it at that price because I don't spend that kind of money on guitars. All right, so Alley Cat Guitars, AlleyCat.com.au. Gosh, am I making? I'm making another link. Put a link. Link Alley Cat Guitars. There's going to be a lot of links down in the description. So I look at the website. The website looks like I don't know, uh, 2005. Yeah, uh, but the person who runs this, Alley Cat Dave, is his name, is a sheet metal worker fabricator who does uh, restoration and preparation for chrome plating mm. as a day job. That's why this looks so glossy and smooth. He's a chrome boy. Uh, he's like does uh, apparently the world's most exclusive handcrafted aluminum guitar. So he does aluminum guitars. Uh, all right, all right. Looking at some of these uh, different. Wild oh, I've here. seen this guy's stuff before. So, and also like 3D car. He's a dragon. known builder. Yeah, he's a known builder. He's uh, going to charge whatever he charges. Oh, wow. This Chevy Bel Air. Yeah, one. yeah. That's, that's the cool. one. I've seen that one a lot. I've seen it a lot. Okay. So there's some really cool uh, things going on here. I'll have the link down in the description. The guy, the guy makes guitar sculptures. Yeah. That are actual guitars. Like he makes really good looking stuff. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be surprised looking at this thing now that I know whose who's build it is, you know? All right, I mean, we had some we had some good instruments. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have any bummers. This one we had the Ice T, excellent. We had that Trinity Wah. It looks cool. Like I almost bought it today. I was like, sh- I was about to text Josh Scott and ask him if I should buy this thing. Mm-hmm. And then we've got this Alien guitar. It's, it's it's an all uppers episode. No bummers. But which one is gonna win the twenty five dollar gift card? To the retailer or fast food establishment establishment of your choice. I sound so smooth, and then I forgot how to say words correctly. What's your vote, Steve? Uh, my vote is this one. Really? I'm uh, on the, the iced alien. tea. The iced tea, really. It was so good, we only talked about it for four minutes. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was really good, but I don't know if it was like... I guess it wasn't the in and out. It wasn't the best discussion because what do you say about something that's so good? You're just like, there it is. You know, you're probably right. Let's okay. We'll, we'll do, we'll do the, the hand, the, 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 we'll do the alien sent by, uh, Sean Aget. Aget? Probably. Aget? 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 Sean Aget? Excuse me. Sorry if I'm (laughs) saying your name in a way that the, uh, the high school bullies used to say it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mean to trigger you and, you know, maybe, wash flashbacks you stop through your mind. So I can talk about the song. Tell us about the song, Steve. Uh, it says, "Hi, Ryan and Steve. Sixty Cycle Hums, my favorite show from your beginning. Huge fan. My name is James Tippins. I've played in many surf punk slash spy surf and punk bands. This song is one I did at home for the fabulous Planktones, named Big Daddy's Wave Caper. Big Daddy from Sigmund and the Sea Monster, of course. I like every word you're saying." Um, I'm a huge fan of all of 60 Cycle Home stuff on YouTube. Love Ryan surf bands and shows. Reverb rules. Not sure if I'm supposed to be a member or pay a fee to submit the song for end of podcast. Listen, neither. You just send us the, 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 in this no, case, don't listen to wave. Steve. You just PayPal me $20. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Please let me know if I made a faux pas somewhere along the line and how to fix it. Uh, Carrie Chrome from the runaways helped me with the arrangement. My bands are the fabulous playing tones, spy dars from Mars. Wrong Beach, Dos Clown. The last two had Rick Agnew from the Adolescents also on guitar. So wow. this guy runs in some circles. Yeah, he does. Um, but we're going to play this song again called Big Daddy's Wave Caper. We're going to try to do this over Bluetooth this time. We're not plugging in. We're in the future now.
that's a wild arrangement. Yeah, that sounded really cool. Yeah, it's got. It like, took me a few minutes to get used to it. Or yeah, like a few like a, at the beginning. So it's very like disjointed, like progressive take. Yeah. On like a surf arrangement. Really interesting. Thank you for sending that. Yeah, thanks, James. All right, bye everyone. Stay grounded. grounded. My hands out of the frame. There are more. telling you to sit close.